Okay, and welcome to another episode of Unstoppable. Today we have JB Bolvedin from Tilry Success Solutions. JB, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, Rob? Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. So listen, we've never had a conversation before. No. Uh, everyone kind of looked at us and said, we have to meet. We're doing some similar stuff. You've got a great studio. I see your stuff. Uh, Thank you. It was, it was really cool, some of, the, some of the stuff you were putting out there. And I figured what better way to do this than just to have a conversation on camera, on air, and just kind of kind of roll it out. Hundred percent. Well, I'll never forget what happens in this meeting because I can always look it up on YouTube. Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> we'll have we'll have our built-in notes. So, uh, so man, first let's just tell me a little bit about you. Tell me about Tilly Success Solutions. I see a lot about 10x Grand Cardone. Tell me how real briefly how that all fits into one another. Yeah, I mean, so um, Tilly Success Solutions actually stands for uh, the industry leaders in real estate, okay. and uh, what it is, it's a consulting company that um, literally in the last year has become the number one real estate training company in New York by uh, client size, client count, um, production. So basically what my job was to do is I wanted to create basically, lack of a better terms, like this sales mecca where anyone can go and come in and get their training done, get coaching, consulting, media production, everything done in one shot and really, really make a difference and impact not just do a class. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Specifically for real estate agents or you do it for anybody? So, I mean, I've, I've done training for other industries too, but I, I mean, we're very real estate heavy. I would say like over 80%. Nice. Now nice. in the now, real estate game. Now I, I see your studio. I think it's, I think it's awesome. I think it's sick. Right. And yeah. And I, I think you've done a tremendous job. Tell me a little bit about how that fits into your model. So the studio was something that, so I have a virtual training platform and I built out, it's a, it's a real estate online training university it has over 200 chapters. It's interactive. It's uh, available on any HTML capable device. So it, it was something that was really like new to the industry. Now you created that yourself? Yeah, so I didn't write the software for the, the platform hosting it, but I created all the content, nice. all the pieces myself, nice. all the testing, everything else built in. Cool. So when I did this, I was calling studios and I was saying, hey, I want to use your studio. And uh, I had to do about 20 hours worth of stuff. And uh, I was getting quoted on average about $10,000 per edited hour. That's crazy. So, so that's two hundred thousand dollars to do. So you're better off just kind of uh, building your own. Yeah. So I built my own. That's cool. And then when I built my own, I said, you know what? Let me just offer this out to other people too who want to use it, and for pennies on the dollar relative to what's going on in the marketplace. So, you know, you didn't have to have a big budget to have big production anymore. And and I, and I wanted to make that initial investment first for myself, but then for the community around me. That's cool, man. Now, how do people leverage it? How do people use it? So you got people using it for podcasts. Okay. Um, you know, we, off camera, we're talking about like green screen usage, what's good or what's not. Uh, a lot of people actually use the green screen area because okay. um, they want to be put into certain spots uh, somewhere for branding. Um, I've used it to help help my brand grow. And uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that most people are using the studio setting, not for special effects or anything, but for this type of stuff, for a yeah. conversation on a platform. Because when you create a platform, it works out better. You know, like you're not going to meet the people you want to meet until you build something worth them coming to. Yeah. yeah. So it makes it, a lot of sense. Yeah. It becomes almost like a, the, the, the terminal for everyone to have access to. So that's the way I used it. And that's the way a lot of people that are using the space are using it too as an access point. You know, it's cool. And, and we have such a similar theory when it comes to Colton Interactive, right? The reason why we built it is we built it as a, as a vehicle for anybody to really use to help grow their brand, grow their business. Yeah. And we're kind of, we kind of built this machine, right? This like marketing machine where people can put out a ton of content, but not just for us. We built it for, to kind of virtualize our entire network. That's, yeah. that's how we, that's how we kind of explain it. And we let everybody come in and kind of 
do those things and and we kind of act as like the the nucleus or the nexus of all this and kind of become that central point to connect people and help people grow and help people you know whatever and, and that was really our idea and i'd imagine you have a similar setup over there yeah yeah and, and i mean by the way i love this place this is, this is this is class a this is great thank uh, you i love everything about it we appreciate it we yeah. appreciate it and listen i cannot wait to come and see yours you know because um i was actually checking out charles right he was on uh charles Weinrab, handsome home wire last episode i had him, him in here he's, awesome. he's uh he's quite a character and he was doing the long island real estate revolution yeah and i i know that they actually streamed that from your studio, right? Yeah, yeah. We we were very involved in the uh, promotion and, and production of it. And it was a, it was absolute pleasure, and we yeah we streamed the whole thing yeah, in our studios. It was amazing what you guys were able to put, kind of pull together, right? And because of everything that happened, you guys couldn't go live or whatever. And right, but you guys were still lucky enough to pull that together, stream it, raise a lot of money for LLS. So that was kind of uh, that was yeah. really cool. Yeah, no, it really wasn't. And the thing is, the amount of people that came out to support it was great. I mean, we were gonna we were gonna sell out the Tilla Center. Uh, we, we were almost, you know, we, we were getting close to it already with a lot of time left yeah. to really fill it out. When this COVID thing broke out, which no one expected, when we moved it to online, we had about 9,000 people join that. Yeah. So it, it was, it was really crazy. fun to do. Talk and, about flipping the script, right? Like on the yeah. fly, like it, it, it was, it was a, it was a live event. Tickets were probably whatever X amount of dollars and you come in, you see whatever, but then you guys actually put it online and I don't know whose involvement or whose ideas it was, but you put it online and it becomes totally free. And then it was yeah. just, everybody was donating there and still able to raise a tremendous amount of money. That was uh, that was cool. Yeah, and I got, I got to give it to Charles because that was a great um, change in direction that he did. And there was, there was a lot of great people involved with it, like on the, you know, um, Char, you know, we had Dean Miller Real Estate, his, his, his uh, production team per contributed a lot to it. Um, Val, um, which I can never say his last name, so I'm sorry, Val, <laughs> but uh, on the back end of media and the whole team behind it, it was a great amount of energy and Charles leading that, and that was, was yeah. really awesome too because he's good. I think everyone's energy level just kept everyone up because yeah. during that time, it was very unpredictable. Like yeah. now things are more leveled out, but before yeah, that. Yeah, but then that was like in the, in the, the heart of it all where yeah. everything was just insane and you know, things were getting crazy. The entire campaign was pushed off in this and it was just, it was, yeah. it was crazy to flip it around and kind of, create an online virtual thing was uh, was pretty cool. It was amazing. We loved it. And, and that's actually what inspired the new projects that we're doing now. Yeah, what are you guys working on now? What is that? So we're, we're in the process of creating a network that's going to be eventually on 24-7, but we're starting in Gradients. So we just came out with a series called Hot Rides in Real mm -hmm. Estate. And what Hot Rides in Real Estate is every single episode we have a new car. Uh, episode one was actually with Charles, okay. handsome home buyer. We had a Porsche 911 GT3 RS. Okay. So we pick, we pick the person up in the car, we talk a little about cars, and we talk about actual business, real strategies to get to where you need to go. Charles actually brings us to one of his houses, talks about the flipping process, what he actually does, how he actually turns it into something that's profitable. Nice. That's a win-win. Uh, next one we did with Dan O'Neill, which was amazing. We did the Rolls Royce Dawn, and I mm -hmm. uh, picked him up in that, and we talked about his story in two years. I mean, in two years, what he's been able to do is incredible. Yeah, you know, Dan's yeah. another guy. I, I actually, crazy enough, mentioned him last time. Someone I don't don't know that well have not have not actually met face to face, but I see him out there. We follow each other on social. I, I see him doing his thing, and uh, he seems to be very impressive. Yeah, uh, I love him. He's great, and and, and the episodes are going to be good too because both of these guys, we don't hold back and talk in general. They actually say specifically, "This is what I do and yeah. how I do it to get it done." So it's going to be a good opportunity, and uh, we're going to have some in the series. We're going to have some challenges along the way too. It's not going to be just going for a ride. We have some uh, special challenges we're going to do that hopefully. Uh, we get to test the cars, test the drivers, have race-offs 
see who's like faster on laps. So nice. it's imagine like if like CNBC, you know, comedians and cars and Top Gear had a baby. Yeah, <laughs> you know that that's what this would be. That's, that's kind of cool, man. And I, I guess we're we're on similar trajectories, right? Like we we both have this same kind of vision yeah. of what we're doing and what we're building. And this is the first time hearing about any of this, but it just falls so in line with what we're doing at Calca Interactive and how we're how we're kind of trying to approach it. Yeah. Tell me more about what your grand vision is for that. So, I mean, the grand, this is just one. We have another one called Investors Den coming up, okay. which is uh, going to be where we have uh, three to four investors. One of them actually, again, you know, it's going to be Charles because, you know, he's, he's in the game. But people are actually bring their deals to these investors. And those investors are either buying the deal or partnering up with them with oh, nice. real money, real time. Nice, nice. So we're, we're working on that. And the goal is going into 2021, um, the company is going to be a very strong network, offering a lot of good content to the people in the community that not only will entertain them, but educate them, inspire them, hopefully. Um, we're going to have a lot of virtual solutions for people that want to learn where they don't have to come in person and they can use the virtual training platform or other stuff that we have. And we want to create a community where like-minded people have a safe place to go where they can win and share ideas and do it in a way that's accessible to everyone. So when I first opened up, one of the... Um, you know, it's funny when I first opened up, it was like on, it was on a whim by that. I mean, uh, I went to, um, 10 X growth con mm -hmm. and, uh, I was with some friends. This was February, 2019. And we're sitting at dinner all hanging out. And I said, I have this idea. I want to create this office and have this type of training. They're like, Oh, you should all do it. That was February 3rd. That was the idea. February 20th. I secured the building. Now when I secured the building, um, I only had enough money for two months rent. Wow. So I signed a long-term lease. Uh, I still have to buy a bunch of equipment. I still have to build out my studio. I still have to hire people, do all of that. So there's, you know, the people don't realize if you create the demand, you'll do it. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. So when, and when, when was that? What year is that? 2019. So, wow. so that's last year. So it's a little over a year and a half now. A little over a year. Cause yeah, February 20th secured the building. April, we moved in May. I staffed it. June, we did our grand opening. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So we moved, we moved really fast with that. And when I first started, um, I was very high ticket. Which okay. means that like when you, if you wanted to get training or something, there wasn't a lot of options for everyone. It was actually kind of, it was expensive, okay. you know, and there's still those high ticket things still exist, but basically you already had to be here to get in, which wasn't my intention. So when we built out the network, I wanted to create something where it doesn't matter who you are, where you're at, we're going to help you. Yep. So we're going to start you at free. It doesn't even matter if that's where you're happy. You're happy there. That's good. But the bottom line is that there's no one in this industry in real estate that cannot grow or get an opportunity now because moving into 2021 with the network, with all the programs we have, all the events that we're going to do, uh, it's something where we really want to make a difference, you know, and, and that's something that we adjusted from the beginning that's, to now. That's cool, man. That's cool. And, you know, everything we do here is it's, it's such a similar philosophy, right? Got to bring value. Yeah. Got to tell people, like anybody out there that's creating any type of content, you have to be bringing people value. 100%. They have to be learning from you. Otherwise, it's useless, right? right. We're, we're just going to talk back and forth and no one's going to get anything out of it and they're not going to watch us, right? So exactly. I think it's really cool just to kind of lay it all on the table, be as transparent as possible, tell everybody, kind of kind of give away the sauce for free. And there's plenty of other things that could be, uh, you know, sold later on and there's plenty of other totally. ways to make money. But to just kind of give the formula is uh is really the secret to it and i don't think a lot of people get that yeah and i think a lot of people don't even realize like it's not about it's not about selling it what it's about is building a rapport with them where you can make an impact because after that it gets very it gets very easy so the number one thing i have and um you know i have one per, you know i i have my guy uh marco here from the office but my other people in my office too 
is we really made it a policy to have fun, yeah. but be productive, right? So, but we're having fun. We're ensuring that everything we do, it works. Um, it's engaging. It's making us think. And we want to do the same thing to all of our followers, clients, and future cl clients as well. Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing is make it fun, make it educational, give, you know, I always give the sauce, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Cause you know, at the end of the day, sauce does not go without food, right? You can't just drink the sauce. Totally. <laughs> so yeah. Listen, it's just I, the piece of one I thing. I totally get it. I totally get it. I completely agree. So like I said, first time we're ever talking, tell me what you do know, don't know. What do you know about Culkin Interactive? I know some people told you about it and you kind of have an idea, but what, what do you, what do you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, shout out to Jeff Hawk for the intro. Yeah, Cause thanks, I, think, I think that actually put us together faster. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that, that's actually what I wanted to learn about because I see that you guys are, are obviously there's a plan here and a yeah. good one. Yeah. And I also know that there's not a lot of people executing on that plan. Yeah. So to my knowledge, and this is not to negate or invalidate anyone else because just because I don't know they exist doesn't mean they're not doing it. But I only know of in Long Island, there's two people with real studios actively going out and trying to build something. And I think that's you and I. That's cool. Yeah. You know, so that's why I wanted to learn. It's like, what, where, where, where are you going with this? What's the vision? So I, I agree. I don't know many people that a lot of people have the idea. A lot of people understand the value. Um, we were lucky enough to share this vision. You know, Devin called and I, you know, we, we kind of we went all in. Right. We, yeah. we went all in. We built out this studio. And, and really, the vision is simple. Right. The vision is to create a platform where we could have Long Island professionals come and add a ton of value to each other but in a very geographically focused way, right? So guys like Grant Cardone, guys Gary Vaynerchuk, there's a million guys out there that are creating content yeah. all over the country in a very high level in a way that, you know, whether or not people are going to meet those guys or what is totally separate, right? We're doing it for business people that actually do business with each other. Right. You know, people that yeah. are actually trading with one another and actually spending money with one another. And, uh, and the ultimate vision is to create a platform where we have a bunch of contributors. And so far we have about 60 that are actually actively contributing, whether that is through articles or through some sort of podcast or they're a guest or they're creating their own shows or like Charles, for instance, who creates his own show separately or you that we could talk about, create your own show separately yeah. and they actually go live on our show so that you could drive traffic to your sites and, and to what you're doing. And the ultimate vision is to kind of put all of the good content that's being created on Long Island in one place. Yeah. Kind of essentially be the Netflix of Long Island business content. Smart. I know? love it. And, and this way everybody, because the other thing that happened was originally it was, it was, it was smart. I mean, this thing evolved so much, right? But, but a lot of the ideas were we're searching for people that are creating content and it's so hard to find stuff yeah. that's local. Yeah. You're searching these keywords and it doesn't necessarily come up that you're finding the people that you want, but there are people out there that are creating very yeah. valuable stuff. Look at look at you, for instance, right? Like, I don't know how or where, it, the only way I'm finding you is if someone I know was on your show or promoting your show or sharing your show or this, but there's no place to go and have people search for those things. Yeah. So we wanna feature all those people that are creating this great content, all this valuable stuff, and put them all in one place, and then help people get started sharing their knowledge, their visions, their ideas, people that weren't doing it before, but we have a studio for them to come to. We have a space for them to get started. They could start with articles, whatever it might be, but let them share their knowledge and their story, get their voice out there to help grow their brand. But the other thing is, who do they help? Who do they touch? Who do they connect with that might do business with one another and just kind of 
create that platform where everyone's working together. Dude, that's sick. It's cool, I love right? that. Right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was, the, you know, and, and so far what's been crazy is we've been able to execute on it, right? Like we, we came up with this crazy idea, similar, right? Very similar where, where we're, we're on a whiteboard kind of hashing out things. We know we want to create content. We know we want to do things. We don't necessarily want to be the guys that are following around with camera all day, you know? Yeah. Um, but how do we do it? How do we do it enough where it's impactful? So we were able to kind of work together and come up with this idea that it doesn't always have to be us, right? We yeah. could still be at the front of all this and have other people create content, but also be very valuable to them. And um, yeah, and it just came up with this. Actually, Markella, who's, who's uh, on, the, uh, on the audio and, and the cameras, she's the one that kind of came up with that whole, the Netflix approach, yeah. where we're kind of accumulating or, or gathering or aggregating all the good content on Long Island and putting it in one place. And that's probably when the thing kind of transformed into a whole new life and kind of really set it on the trajectory that it is today. It's smart. It's, it's actually genius. And I love it because I think it's a good outlet for people. And I think it allows people to one, there might be people that haven't really explored how good they are contributing or putting together content. Now they have a vehicle to do it. It's a great way for everyone to connect. And I think it's going to be very successful. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, the, the other thought is very similar to what you're doing, right? Once, once you, everyone's kind of helping each other build an audience, right? Right. And then we're all going to share in that audience. Yeah. So you, let's say you can become a contributor and you start contributing content, which as a guest on my show, you are a contributor. So congratulations. Thank you. Know, you. Interactive. <laughs> but, um, it's a privilege. <laughs> uh, when, once you become a contributor, you'll share this show with your network and, you know, other people share and everyone starts to kind of help each other elevate to that next level because everyone's kind of yeah. leveraging each other's network to show some of whatever their content they're this and and then we're out there and we're promoting everybody we're promoting yeah. everybody equally you know you put a piece of content out and there's seven eight nine touches that we're getting on people because we'll share your bio we'll share an intro we'll share your story we'll share we'll share all those things on our platform for everybody to see it and hopefully that's a way of kind of helping you grow your business and your exposure yeah. I mean, you know what I'm thinking as we're talking right now? What? I'm thinking, I mean, if, if you, you're basically putting together a lot of the technical work of, especially the educational platform, with all the shows that I'm doing outside of the studio, yeah. there might have me a little, like, uh, opportunity here. 100% my mind's still going the same way, right? Yeah. Because, like, everything that you're creating, as you're creating it, we become a platform. And that's essentially what we built, right? We've become a platform for, for you to build it, right? So we'll have things, you know, I, I don't know if you visit the site, but you go you go to shows and it has all the titles right there. You'll be one of those titles, you click on it, and then you could browse all your episodes. Yeah. And it drives traffic to your site then because we might not have every single, ep Charles for instance, right? He's a perfect example, we both know him. He does great stuff. He's got hundreds of episodes, right? He does, and, yeah. And we have, I think, seven, eight, nine of the ones that we kind of hand-selected to go up there. Anybody that wants more of him, they're going to see his site. They're going to go to his page. They're going to go see more of his stuff. And he just has more people following him and more people consuming his content that he's working really hard to build and working really hard to create. So he gets more followers that way. 100%. And it just works the same way with everybody. Yeah. In fact, I just had a conversation with uh, Jason Ciano from Saber. He'll be coming in. He's another guy who does a great job creating content. He'll be a contributor on the platform. His show will be there. So like all these different people from all these different walks of life are coming to one place and everybody can kind of browse through what they like and what they want to see and, uh, and kind of browse and consume whatever, whatever it is that they find the most interesting. I love it. I love it. Cool, cool. So, yeah, I mean, definitely. As you kind of create your shows, I'd, I'd, love, to, uh, I'd love to have you on. 
Yeah, I mean, we got, we got some previews we can show you too later. Definitely. So you can take a look Definitely. at how, how we're look, doing it. As soon as we're off air, I'll, I'll look at it. Tell me, um, tell me a little bit about your licensing deal. I, 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 yeah. I, listen, I know Grant Cardone. I think uh, some of the stuff he creates is great. He's definitely a, a uh, character that's bigger than life. How'd you get involved with that, and what is that that, that you have with him? I mean, I love Grant Cardone. Uh, Grant Cardone has been very instrumental in me getting to where I am today. And um, for those of you who don't know who he is, look him up. You'll love him within five minutes of it. Um, but the thing that happened with Grant Cardone is actually where what led me to that was um, I remember I was I was just getting married and um, I uh, I was I was I was I was doing I've been in real estate since I was since I was 19. Okay. So at the time I was with a real estate brokerage and um, I was recruiting agents and training them, doing all this stuff, and then the broker went back to the way she was doing it. We started losing agents. And when that happened, we were down to like four people, actually five people. And um, they came to me and they said, JB, we love you. If you leave, we'll go with you. If you stay, we're going to leave though. We can't be here anymore. And at that point I realized this is over. We got to, we got to make a move. Yeah. Um, right after that time, I mean, literally like I had deals pending, other stuff going. And then I, you know, I told my broker we're leaving when he did, didn't pay me on anything. So the other company I went to, um, I wanted to have like a bigger leadership position, but at the same time, you know, I didn't have money because like I, I was really counting on that money to come in anyway. Because during that time, I actually, you know, with a wedding and this and that, redoing your place and all, this, like it was just it was really important at that time to get paid. <laughs> so it uh, That's went, the way didn't it happen. Works, right? Yeah. So I mean, I started to feel like down mm -hmm. and not feel good, and I was just surfing some stuff on, on the web and. Um, I was watching like Sell Your House LA. Um, it, it's not it's not million dollar listing. It was like a different one. Okay. And there's this guy named Grant Cardone trying to sell his house in um, La Jolla. I'm like, who is this guy? Some some they say some like motivational guy, inspirational guy. I was like, who is this guy? Whatever. And I see him. I'm like, all right. Let me, and I googled him. I, I YouTube him. I said, all right. I'm gonna try and watch, I'm gonna, my intention is to watch him for one minute, and think it's it's crap, and then move on. Yeah. And when I watched it, I was like, whoa. The yeah. Guy like woke me up. And uh, I remember during that time, like I started to, you know, watch, read his books a lot, follow him, as you know, um, watch him on YouTube, whatever I could to learn, because it was like a new, a new way of thinking for me. And um, I heard he was coming down to Nasdaq to do a speech, so I went down there, and um, I uh, I really didn't have any money. I had to borrow a hundred dollar bill from someone because I want a grant to sign it. Wow. So when I went down to NASDAQ, I listened to him speak. In fact, if you go to the NASDAQ video, there's a guy wearing a red shirt in the beginning. In the front, that's me. That's <laughs> I was there. Um, and uh, I, I met with Grant. I talked to him for just a, a few minutes at that time, and I had him sign the money and sign a book. And I went home to my wife, and at the time, I mean, she got laid off too. Oh, wow. All at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so we're newlyweds. Oh, I got screwed for my broker. Um, and then um, she got laid off. Crazy. And um, I have this $100 bill that I borrowed <laughs> to get signed. Like, and I got, a, I got a frame from it for it on the way home. I told my wife, I said, look, this is going to be the worst it'll ever be. And one day I'm going to do business with this guy. I'm going to be crazy. partners with this guy. That's cool. That was 2016. That wasn't too long ago. No, 2015. So from then on, I started to follow Grant even more. And uh, I remember that... Um, um, you know, his, his assistant, you know, I, I was reaching out to the office and I, I, you know, I was attending events or doing whatever else I could do. And his assistant called me and they're like, Hey, you know, do you, do you, do you want to meet with Grant? 
in, um, in LA because there was a hurricane in Miami. I was going to go to Miami and be like, hey, you want to go to LA instead? Two days notice, I jumped on a plane and met with Grant. Um, spent like a few hours with him. Uh, my wife was there. Elena was there. Really, really, really insightful. Amazing. Um, and uh, the next year, uh, I saw that licensee was available. It's, it wasn't nearly as big or set up as it is today. And I went to that special briefing and um, I became one, literally one of the first licensees. That's cool. I, yeah. I've never even. So what does it mean to yeah. be a licensee? So when, you, when, you're, when you're a Cardone licensee, you have the ability to resell and, and train people with Grant Cardone's training technology. Got you, got you, you. So you're officially licensed by Grant Cardone got to you. deliver his stuff. Got you, got you. So all the content that he's created, all the all the training and, and, and the sales training that he's done and yeah. books, all that stuff becomes yours to sell. Well, yeah, and also like, for example, special training that Grant Cardone only does, can, you know, I can do. Um, uh, he has a lot of programs for okay. different industries. I can do that too. Got you, got you. So, um, you know, but the one thing I really liked about Grant, what he did was it's not a franchise. Uh, what he enabled people to do is have their own business and also be able to utilize him, which no one else really does. Oh, I understand. So it's not, yeah. so you could do, you could kind of do whatever. He's a product, he's a portion of the business that you sell. That's correct. So okay. like something like that would be like, you know, my company's my company. I run it, but also I have in my inventory the ability to deliver stuff that, you know, Grant normally delivers. Like, for example, if someone wanted to get coaching on um, literally 10xing their business or they want to use something that, that Grant Cardone specifically trains, mm -hmm. you know, Grant's one guy can't be everywhere all the time. And he realizes that the force multiplier is, is the licensees and also it allows people to get in at different price points, right? So, for example, sales boot camp. It's $2,500 a person all the way up to $10,000 a person. If a licensee wants to do a sales boot camp here in New York, they could do it for 200 bucks a person. Okay. You know, so it also enables people to get closer to the training technology and as well. And how many licensees are there around the country? Uh, I mean, to my knowledge, the last time I checked, there's less than 100 worldwide. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And, and now, let me ask you this. Does it help your business? It, it does. I mean, what I would tell you is this. Uh, well, the most important thing is that it helps the business, but also I think it enables a certain level of being able to tap into different communities that, that look into it more. I'll give you an example. Like in the real estate community, Grant Cardone is getting bigger now. Mm -hmm. But Grant Cardone, where he's a god, is automotive. Okay. Like go to any car dealership and say Grant Cardone, they know exactly who that guy They knew that guy 10 years before he was famous. Gotcha, gotcha. So what it really allowed is um, – when you want to explore industries outside of real estate, especially Grant Cardone name, if you're working with multi-level marketing companies or a car dealership or something like that, it's going to have a lot of um, opportunity there. And sometimes, sometimes people just get connected because they're connected to Grant and they want to take a look at it and they, they well, it's intriguing, it. right? Yeah. So I know who he is and I see what you're yeah. doing and I see the 10 X stuff and I see the studio. That's very similar to what he did. Like it just, it was very intriguing to me. Like, I want to know you. I want to know what you're doing. I want to know what it's all about. I want to kind of figure it out. So yeah. from an exposure standpoint or a marketing standpoint, it makes a ton of sense, right? Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't know the logistics of the cost behind it, um, you know, but it, but it makes a ton of sense. It gives you a lot of uh, a credibility and, and, you know, kind of this, um, I don't know, this persona of, wow, you know, you're involved with somebody who's, who's doing it on a very high level. And that's why I was so curious about yeah. how it all worked and, and what it did. So that yeah. was kinda, that's kind of cool. No, it, was, it was awesome. I mean, I know, to my knowledge, I think I'm the only brick and mortar licensee in the country. 
because a lot of other people are doing it more on a um, consulting cool. basis, kind of cool. like step-by-step step where there's really no walk-in center. Yeah. So that's something I also wanted to be able to, to offer to people, which, nice. which was done. Cool, man. Good for you. Good for you. Now, if you, um, I guess if you had to kind of tell anybody who's getting started in real estate, if you want to give them some tips, you want to give them a little bit of the sauce. Yeah. You know, what, what is some stuff that people need to know? All right. First thing, first thing you need to know is it's simple, but not easy. There's a difference between simple and easy. Like I'll give you an example. I'm not the guy to coach you on this part about getting physically fit. There's fitter guys than me. But uh, the thing about when you think about it, diet and exercise, working out routines, this is actually simple, is it not? Yeah. But it's not easy. Gotcha. So that's what a lot of people have to realize with real estate. Like you're wondering, how is this guy making money? It's, it's that repetition. It's that simple. It's that piece. Next thing is you've got to handle all your backlogs. So what I mean by that is there's a lot of people that have stuff they have not taken care of yet in their life, which is maybe they didn't pay a bill. Maybe they didn't get back to someone. Maybe they were supposed to make an appointment for something. Maybe like there's a lot of people have just backlogs and backlogs and backlogs. You're not going to be able to reach and do the next thing until you clear all of that out. And you cannot separate your personal life from real estate. You have to incorporate your personal life into real estate now. It's a part of something. There's no hours or shifts. And um, when you get organized like that, then you're able to clear up and start to work on activities. One of the biggest mistakes that people are making in this business on a regular basis is they think when they show up, they get paid. Because in the working world, in the nine-to-five world, that, whether you do a crappy job or an amazing job, you get paid. In our business, you don't get paid like that. You get paid for your results. So there's a lot of people that you'll bump into and say, I do real estate full-time. Well, in the working world, classification of full-time job is 40 hours or more a week. A lot of full-timers in real estate, what they're actually saying is, I only do this for money, but they don't even work 40 hours a week. Yeah. So you can't count hours. You can't count the amount of time you do something. It's how good you're at it. It's like kind of like if you were playing soccer or another sport, the amount of time you're on the field is not relevant to how much you're progressing as a player. Got you. It you know? makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It so, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that, that, that's the first foundation is understanding that. And then also get, get training, even if it's not for me. I don't care. But, like, you have to get an education on it. You're not going to wing it. You know, you, 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 know, you got to look at it like this. You can't – there's a hard way and, and there's a harder way. <laughs> there's no easy way because if there was, we'd all do it. Um, don't make it harder on yourself or learn from mistakes that you don't need to learn from. Now, is your training – mostly specific to real estate training or is it sales training? Great question. So, I mean, I, I offer sales training, oh. but uh, right now, because of how deep we're into the real estate game, I would say that, like I said, 80% is real estate. So when someone comes in, if they're a real estate agent, they're not getting sales training. They're actually learning real estate. That's that's cool. That's, yeah. That's good. Now, commercial, residential? Uh, I would say it's about 90% residential. I, I would assume yeah. there's so many more residential yeah. agents, right? Now, Something that something I'm curious about. Do you partner with brokers or do you partner with single one-off agents? Both. Okay. Yeah. So I have broker clients that I train their their office for them, yeah. and I have individual people that I just train them, and then I have teams too that I train. Do you become the the training for that office? Like, so does that become their training program? That's an option for them. So for okay. some of them, yes. Some of them want me to come in as a supplement. Other ones want me to spearhead the entire training process okay. for them. Because you know, to me that. It, it, and it all depends on the structure, right? Some yeah. people say, I'm sure some of these bigger, bigger franchises have training in place, but somebody's coming up and, and starting something. It's kind of nice to just be able to outsource and kind of check that box and say, I'm going to do this really well just by partnering with JB, right? Like yeah. it just kind of, it makes it, that box is done and checked and kind of like a nice value add, right? Because in real estate, the big thing is you have to be able to attract talent, right? Yeah. If you're going to be a real estate broker, 
how do you attract the best talent? Yeah. You do that by having good technology. You do that by having good processes, good marketing, good this, good brand, but also by good training, right? Absolutely, yeah. If you could offer that to somebody, I would imagine that you're going to attract good talent, and that's probably a good pitch for your return on investment, I would imagine, to brokers. It is. I mean, right now, brokers are struggling with, with three things primarily, uh, which is you know training, recruiting, and retention. Now, when you put a good training program in there, you solve the recruiting and retention angle very quickly. Yeah. So that's what's really, really important. And a lot of brokers don't actually understand that training is results-based. A lot of brokers actually look for training programs that entertain their agents, mm -hmm. don't develop them. Yeah. So it's important that they understand, like, if you're going to get training, you want to get results out of it. And many of them don't look for that. And then that's where they start getting issues where they're just, oh, let me bring this in to, to like, entertain some people. They're, I call it. Unfortunately, uh, there's no better way to do it, but it's called career hospice care. They keep them very comfortable at their job until they wither away, and it's not right. Yep. You have to actually get them productive and moving and making money, not just entertained or just motivated. It doesn't work like train that. Train your people well enough so that they can go get any job, but treat them well enough so they never want to leave, right? Exactly, you know? yeah. Um, just curious, at your standpoint, selling a $250,000 house, selling a $20 million house, is the approach very different? Well, when you go to 20 million, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the because when when you're going to go first of all on a 20 million dollar deal, the power of your network and your resources are going to favor a lot and your experiences are going to favor or be going to be more looked at than the 250,000. So, if you're going to if you're going to so we're talking ultra luxury now. We yeah. skip luxury went straight to ultra luxury. If you're going to the ultra luxury market, you need to do it smart. And the way you do it smart is you need to come in with a group that has some credibility that you can work with. You need to spend time being a student. You're better off helping a bigger team when you're getting started, especially if you're not from that area, you don't have any connections, you're just walking in to build your credibility and reputation before you go out on your own. Makes because sense. yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a stronger network-based industry, although it's very lucrative and you can become very successful at it relatively quickly, but you gotta go out it the right way. With 250K deal, you can come in, um, it still requires the ability to sell and prospect, but you can pull it off solo mm -hmm. where on the other end, it can take a lot more resources because you list a $20 million property. The marketing cost could run you 11,000 a month. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like you, you, you need, you need infrastructure for that. And I imagine there's so much more to do it, right? There's, there becomes the staging becomes part That's of right. it. That's right. Yeah. It, there's just so much it, it could cost a big lump sum up front just to kind of get that thing going. Yeah, that's right. So if you want to get into ultra luxury, anyone wants to get into ultra luxury, you need to connect with the right broker. And then after the right broker, the right team or mentor, and you have to bring value to them because they're going to give you access to networks and opportunities that if you went and did solo would take a lot longer. So make yourself very valuable to the group and then you'll become valuable. Gotcha. Gotcha. One more thing. I did some research on you, so I do know yeah. a little bit. Talk to me about a million millionaires. A million millionaires. Yeah. All right. What awesome. is it? What is it? So, I mean, the, the ultimate goal of Tilbury Success Solutions is to create a million millionaires. Okay. And, and here's why. As you know, and when you look around what's happening in the community, in the world, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of uncertain. There's a lot of people and a lot of things that could use help or need help. But the reality is, is that we can't, even if we were loaded, loaded, billionaire status, be able to just go and give it all away enough. So the way you really make a, a, a change to the world is not necessarily by changing a law or donating money. It's giving people workable tools that enable them to create for themselves. Because most people, I believe, are inherently good. And when people are good, when they do better, they magnify who they are, generally speaking. 
So the first step to changing the world is changing your own. So if you can give people tools they need and educations they need to better themselves, you create a perfect world for yourself. Those people start to share it, you start to share it, and then you start actually creating, instead of making a video go viral, you create success that goes viral. So until we create one million millionaires, we haven't made enough impact on the planet, but it's a good start to do it that way because you can really make a difference when you give people the ability to be better versus just giving them stuff because not only can they do well, their children will do well and will raise a good environment. If I create a million millionaires, that means that my children can go anywhere in the world and have friends there, real people. I love it, man. I love it. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think that's a really cool vision and a really cool thing to uh, kind of strive for. So, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. it's not easy, but that's what makes it fun, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> totally, totally. Well, listen, thank you very much for coming in. I love that we did this on uh, on the podcast. I, I think I'm going to start doing more of this where yeah. I just throw somebody in the hot seat and we just have a conversation. Oh, it's fun. It was awesome. I want to uh, definitely follow up, get to know you a little bit, come see your facility, totally. check it out, see how we can work together. Let's watch some of those videos and stuff because I'd love to see if it was a good fit and see if it could be on Calkin Interactive. I'm, I think people are going to be looking for you after this. So yeah. we'll see if it's a good fit. And uh Thank you very much for coming in. Sounds good. Thank you. It was my pleasure. All right. Awesome.